Hi there, and welcome to episode 50 of the ADHD Adults Podcast. It's only fucking 50 episodes. I'll start again. Hi there, and welcome to episode 50 of the ADHD Adults Podcast. James, did you know last week was our one-year anniversary and we forgot to even bring it up? (laughs) (coughs) It's the thing, isn't it? Do you want to start the intro to this podcast, finally? Yes. Welcome to episode 50 of the ADHD Adults Podcast. I'm James Brown, the one with emotions, and I'm joined by the one without any, Dr. Alex Connor. Hi, Alex. Hello, James. Biddy, biddy, biddy. I mean, what, what am I meant to do with that? What, 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 what am I meant to do with that? Is that Metal Mickey? No, not Metal Mickey, the one from fucking, but let's say books. <laughs> fucking, it's all gone wrong, Alex. It's all gone wrong. <laughs> it's Books Roger. The plural That's it, of Books Roger. Yeah, I was going to say Book Starbucks for some reason, but obviously that. Well, but I'm a, you call me an emotionless robot, so I did my robot voice. Uh, okay. Um, is this a point where I ask how you are? I can't remember. I don't I mean, I don't care. I'm really well, thanks. Just... Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. I do have emotions, James. Uh, we're continuing ADHD Awareness Month, building for some reason a ridiculous. Uh, Number of listeners, which we don't understand. No offence to all 15 of you, um, <laughs> but the numbers are silly. And one of them sent us a letter, James. No, they didn't. That's right. It's from no, Robert from Kidderminster. It no. Says, yeah, it says, I listened to the episode about square pegs in round holes. James had one of those wooden square peg games for his sixth birthday, and he is really close to competing it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Robert. I don't believe he is close. I can send a real letter, though. Can I read that one out? It's from. <coughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm just not coughing till after we. You're gonna do. You're gonna read. It doesn't matter what I say. We're professional podcasters. We're unpaid, charity based. <laughs> anyway, the real letter is from Clarissa from Texas. If we check that, I don't think we have. I don't know. I've said it anyway. Um, Audi, Clarissa from Texas no, here. No, 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 <laughs> no. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Just do it in your stupid Utoxeter accent. All right. Uh, howdy. <laughs> yup, kid. Carissa from Texas here. I'm listening to your stuff at work and it has been a blessing. It has truly got rid of the you are alone feeling. I mean, that, honestly, that is why we do it. I'm really glad. For as long as I'm listening, at least, lol. I have a hard time distinguish between y'all's voices. I actually says y'all's. Amazing. But one of you said gag in the term of a joke during the pod about sex. And I felt disappointed. Nobody commented on the use of that specific word. Uh, <laughs> I'm not reading that list, but out. I found that a great opening, pun intended, for a joke about gagging in sex. P.S. I love the Klaxon remix so much. I want there to be a full song so I can download it. Can we do that, James? Is that a thing? So just to let you know that um, DJ Derek Bowie, our official DJ, um, yeah. Uh, and I are working on both uh, a new intro for the podcast and setting up the full versions of the outro and other uh, remixes, which you've heard of our stupid voices on either SoundCloud or YouTube. So yeah, they will be available for people to ignore, laugh at, listen, share, whatever they want to. That's so good. Me saying, Mystic with a bomb and grind, bomb flex. <laughs> <laughs> Just amazing. Right. Um, we are... 
frighteningly international. We've gone up again by one. We now have a listener who has been to 128 countries. That's the only <laughs> way I can think about it. We think the new one is Greenland. It was possibly a penguin. That's probably a stereotype. I've, I've now alienated two nations. I appreciate that is one. I like to think there's a penguin out there with ADHD. That's why I like the joke. Oh, we're just sitting on this egg, are we, for two months? Just staying, are we? <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I'm tired. We are, of course, bewildered and grateful to all our listeners. So this week, we'd like to say, oh, God, we'd like to try and say a big <laughs> hello and tiki lure it to our Greenland listener. Oh, that's three. I'm so sorry. Fucking, I Googled Greenland language. <laughs> That's not even it. There's like a range of Inuit languages. Fucking brilliant. I actually, I kind of shudder a little bit at the sheer, the sheer number of those 15 people that are shaking their heads during this segment. <clears throat> Onward we move, Alex, as usual. This orange cream from a box of Quality Street of a podcast like is a tragedy. Well, you're fucking weird then. They're the worst ones, objectively. Ob objectively this um orange cream of a box of quality treats of the podcast is a tragedy in three parts we pick a theme last week we talked about um pegging as alex said or adhd and ableism this week we're focusing on emotions um thanks to daisy for suggesting this one we've talked a lot about emotional acceptance blah 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 but this is more about emotional regulation the fact that we can over or underreact to things and the impact that that has on us and people around us as usual the three pathetically uh, produced parts include some evidence-based psychoeducation delivered in a robotic monotone by Alex, the psychoeducation monkey. Hello. Our personal reflections on emotional regulation. Alex's will obviously be quite short because he doesn't have them. And the third and mm. final bit will be some top tips on how to deal with spunk trumpeting uh, alongside Gabby Logan. So, Alex, without getting too emotional, <laughs> my kidding, we all know you're an emotionless monster. Fire away. Thanks, James. So we've said this before, the core symptoms of ADHD don't explain either the severity of, of the disorder of ADHD and, and they don't explain the functional impairments that we often have and we see. One of the biggest issues, non, not diagnostically speaking, but one of our biggest issues is the lack of ability to regulate emotions. Emotional regulation deficits, ERDs, have often, if not always, been observed in, in studies on ADHD adults. And they're associated with significant functional impairments. Adults with ADHD often have, James's rabbit ears, emotional lability and emotional Sorry, reactivity. Ad adults with ADHD often have James's rabbit ears. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I'm just forgetting that, that not everybody watches on YouTube. I'm doing James's little, yes. you know, because he, he does exclamation marks for almost literally every adult for James Rabbit ears. Yes. So uh, emotional ability and emotional reactivity, little and a lot. What this means in real terms is we are not good at reacting in a way that is expected based on events. We can over or underreact to stimulus to life events and, and we have little control over which way we swing ding speaking of uh, swinging al no no it's not that podcast <laughs> it may seem odd to have have to define it but the oxford english dictionary describes emotions as no emotions are time limited states associated with a change of feeling with expressions even physiology of our bodies they're not the same as your mood or or stress and the biggest difference between those two things is that emotions are listed 
by specific internal or external activating events. Stimuli, a thing happens and we react emotionally. That's what that means. Normally, emotions need us to direct our attention, ironically for us, to this stimulus, this activating event, and then value it with regard to what our personal goals are, our values or whatever. When this happens, emotions promote relevant reactions, such as approach towards or withdrawal away, as well as physical reactions and expressive behaviours. I've got to be honest, the physical reaction I'm having now and often during recording this podcast um, is wanting to vomit explosively. You talk about vomit a lot in, in insulting me. It's odd. Like well, that's because, that's, that's anyway. because you, you make me vomit. Can I just quickly? I forgot to say this at the start. Can I just point out that I put out a call on, on Discord um, for insults to give you, and somebody gave me the, the, the brilliant Jaffa cake. So with the roundness of your head, um, Jaffa cake face, I think, is now one of your new monikers, Alex. Yeah, I like that. You could, When you write the script, you need to throw in a with a face like a haunted Jaffa cake or whatever, didn't you? <laughs> anyway, carry on. True. Or not. Or not. Yeah, this you know, isn't a script the latter, committee meeting. The, la- the latter, preferably. Right. Emotions are potentially harmful. This is important. When they are of inappropriate intensity, duration, frequency, or type for a given situation. And guess which parts of that last sentence are relevant to adults with ADHD? The whole fucking lot. (laughs) It it also seems that the biggest emotional issue that contributes to these issues is avoidance. So a big tie into to RSD, our friend. Emotional dysregulation even has an independent effect. So unrelated to other aspects of ADHD, that effect can be on social problems associated with having ADHD in adult life. Our emotional dysregulation helps to explain the presence in adult ADHD of depressive symptoms, impairments of romantic relationships, anxiety symptoms, poorer friendship quality, James, and greater <laughs> functional <laughs> impairment. Got in there ahead of me then, you fucker, didn't you? Mm. <laughs> um, there's, a couple, there's a couple of things I want to say. The first thing is this feels closely related to last week's podcast in the yeah. appropriate emotional response is, I suppose, a societal norm, isn't it? That, that it's if you like society that sets what is appropriate or what isn't appropriate, I guess. But what I want to, it is to a certain extent, but it's, yeah. we, we have it, it isn't, we know it isn't appropriate for what we want and what we actually yeah. feel. So it's also like objection, uh, objectively and self-determinedly inappropriate. Okay. That was boring, but probably true. Um, the other <laughs> thing I want, the other thing I want to ask is, is it, is it all of us? I mean, do we all have, uh, emotional dysregulation those of us with ADHD yeah, it's, a, it's such a good question yes and no maybe there's studies on young adults with ADHD who report rates of emotional dysregulation from only 20% up to nearly 70% but in others people have said it's a fundamental factor in all adult ADHD it's not entirely clear why do we act di- why do we react differently hmm. than adults who don't have ADHD there, there's some evidence some brain scanning Experiments have shown that patients with ADHD had literally a different brain activity during the viewing of a neutral or of negative images. So it lights up on an MRI differently. This activity is known as late positive potentials. That was EEG, if you're interested, not MRI. And it suggests that our brain doesn't communicate 
inside it in in the actual brain communication internally as as it should in most people when it's challenged with a life event which can then lead to an inappropriate emotional reaction so it seems to be a biological thing not just a learned thing so yeah probably that's actually interesting for once i'm obviously emotionally drained from having to speak to you for about the last 10 minutes (laughs) so let's take a break and we'll be back in part two for some personal reflections on um having emotions in the first place in my case and on alex in alex's case on trying to understand emotions maybe see in part two Welcome back to episode 50. That's James's age of the ADHD adults podcast in this ADHD awareness month part two, where we are talking everything ADHD and emotional regulation or dis the dysregulation of our emotional responses. As always in part two, we're going with personal reflections on emotional regulation. James, have you ever responded yes. appropriately in any way? <laughs> no, never, 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 never. Apart from obviously the way in which I respond to you, which is entirely appropriate. Um, <laughs> yeah, as usual, I've got all, all the issues, out, all the issues. So I'll just go through them in short order. Um, grieving, first of all, which we, we, we I know we've touched on that long time ago. I think we mentioned about not grieving normally, but I have lost people who were very important to me and had no emotional reaction, no sense of loss, no sense of, of upset, maybe haven't grieved at all. And I find that that more upsetting than the loss of the person, if that makes sense. If I think about the fact that I should be, I should be upset. This was someone that was important to me. I should be upset. And that, you know, causes a bit of self-chastisement and a bit of self-loathing. A, a really good example, or two good examples, if you like, of the two the two polar ends of this. So overreaction and underreaction. And I, I did this in a one of our 60-second ADHD videos recently. I, when I came back from London a few weeks ago, I hadn't slept for a couple of nights and I'd left my house key at home. So I knew I couldn't get into the house. So I thought I'll kill some time in Birmingham. And I hadn't eaten. So I thought I'll go to McDonald's, get a breakfast. I went to the big screen, made my order, and I was order number 88. And I stood there as I watched order 90, 91, 92, 93 all get served. And I was getting angrier and angrier. And eventually it got to about number 96, and then they called me. And obviously I stomped over like a petulant child, snatched the bag. Massive, massive baby. Yeah. Yep, snatched the bag off. Yep, it was actually a manager and, and not an employee. Snatched it off him. Then realized I needed uh, sweetener or sugar for my drink and I had to walk back and say, sorry, can I have some <laughs> sweetener or sugar? Still staring at him meanly. I went and sat down. I had three bags as well, Alex, three heavy bags. So lumbered over with my bag, sat down. I'd ordered a, a bacon and egg muffin and they'd given me a sausage and egg muffin. I'm sure you can imagine my reaction considering where I was. I went absolutely fucking ballistic at this poor guy and even as i was shouting at him even as i was like saying or shouting the words i thought my god you're a cunt not to me not him i thought why 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 are you doing this why are you saying this it's a fucking control it couldn't control it at all even as i was saying it i was thinking stop 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 why are you doing this massive overreaction yeah massive overreaction to something that's 
just not important. Now, if you compare that to, we've got two shit cats because Mrs. ADHD picked them. And the only reason we got them is before then we had two really good cats called Jermaine and Brett. And Brett um, got uh, uh, strangled um, by somebody um, only about a year into his life. Um, but Jermaine um, was an amazing cat, was like the only cat I've ever had that I loved. It had personality. It would meet us when we got home and it would rub itself against my legs and sit on my lap. And I fucking loved it. And it got um, killed. Um, by the next door neighbor's dog and I buried it and didn't bury it well enough because the next day a fox had dug it up and spread all of its body parts across the garden and I raked up the cat that I loved dearly and did not have a single emotion I wasn't upset I wasn't angry I wasn't sad I just raked up a cat buried it and put a slab on top and that is, is, is clearly an, an underreaction. This is, this is some, a part of my life that was very important. I didn't feel a thing doing it. And for, for me, I'm, that... I'm, go on. I'm really, I, I'm both like moved and, and sad for you and hurt, but also there was a lot in that story that you just went <laughs> over. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. Th- th- wait, yeah. I, uh, no. It, you, Jermaine, that you love, you just kept saying it. Yeah, it, yeah. I, I call Sam it. Killed by a dog, and then the other cat was strangled, and you just left that, did you? Well, well it's, mate, that's a lo- it's a long story um, that involves a cat getting strangled, basically, by some, by somebody that lived two doors down. We we didn't live in the best area. It wasn't that long, Alex? To, to be honest, well, that's the that's the abridged version. But for me, that's that that, that those are the two, for me two poles of of over and under reaction to to situations that that probably re- required. You know, a different emotional response. Yeah, we would no, nor- really normally elicit a different good. emotional response. There are, obviously, there's loads of other stuff. I've talked about this mm-hmm. before. This was at the start of my journey post diagnosis of uh, totaming, ding, and trying to accept my ADHD. <laughs> we ordered a new dishwasher. And obviously, I thought I'll fit this without reading the instructions. And I snapped the hose and I cried for three hours because I'd snapped <laughs> the hose. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'd snapped the hose in a dishwasher. Fucking wanker. I cried for three hours on bed until Mrs. ADHD said, just tell him to send a replacement, say it came like that. Oh, I know that feeling though, that hopeless feeling of it is. Yeah. I just thought you you just fucking you you you've broken this thing, it's cost you four hundred quid, you're gonna have to buy a new one, you're useless, you're rubbish, it's terrible. Cry, cry like the pathetic thing you are, and and, and then yeah. all of a sudden it was it was gone and I realized it it was fine. Again, an overreaction, but the other end of the scale again, and I know we, we spoke to Jules recently as a paramedic, and I'm not for a second saying that I have the same ability to deal with situations, but in the past, you know, I can remember us driving home to the same house where a cat was strangled and somebody ran out into the road, deliberately ran out into the road um, to get hit by a car in front of us, about three cars in front. And again, stopped the car, jumped out, ran over without any emotion. It almost felt like autopilot. Just ran over, checked this guy was alive, awake, was breathing. Called nine nine nine. No fear, no anxiety, no racing heart, no fight or flight response. Just no emotional reaction at all. And I think that's probably an underreaction to what is for most people a very stressful and upsetting situation. No, I think that's true. I think Jules is a paramedic by diagnosis more than career. <laughs> you know, and, and that's probably true. true for a lot of people in those sorts yeah. of jobs. 
And then just just to finish off, and again, people that follow my personal Instagram account, I don't know why you would, because it's shit. Uh, recently, um, I was paralysed by the fact there was a spider in the bedroom. And again, almost crying when the Was it spider... venomous? Well, we live in the UK. All spiders are venomous. You know this. They just don't have big enough teeth to break our skin in this country. Um, but when that spider started crawling up the quilt towards me, I screamed, kicked the quilt off, and then slept downstairs. Well, I didn't sleep. Lay on the sofa downstairs through fear that this small creature that couldn't possibly hurt me was somewhere in my bedroom. So wow. that, that just gives you a little bit of an insight into the way in which my emotional response to stuff is just fucking way off a lot of the time. Are you always scared of spiders or was that just unusual? I don't like them. I wouldn't say it's a full phobia. Um, I really mm. don't like them. But normally if they're in the room, I can deal with the fact that they're in the room. But I, I was paralyzed. I, I lay on the bed as it crawled up the wall and then across the ceiling and, and just watched it and didn't get out of the room, didn't didn't throw something at it to kill it, didn't no. just lay there good. paralyzed in, in utter fear. What do you mean good? You shouldn't kill spiders. Friends. They're concentrated evil. They should be burnt with hairspray and a lighter. Nope. Anyway, what about you? I know you don't have emotions in general, so it's going to be a short section, I guess. Well, the joke's on you, James. I know <laughs> I'm a robot, but I, in fact, do have emotions, and the joke is I don't have emotional empathy. That's the very clear <laughs> difference. Um, what I do have, though, is massive emotional dysregulation. I do not have appropriate emotional responses, either in society or even for my own choice, much at all. They either, like, they go hard or they go home. They, they're massive emotional Not Exactly what you said. Yeah. We... We've talked about grieving. We've talked about um, road rage and those sorts of things. Mm. But it, it isn't just those big ticket items. It is everything. I, I wrote lists of things I've smashed stuff against the wall because of. <laughs> One, couldn't find the hairbrush for the kids. Two, didn't want potatoes. Three, <laughs> tired. And then things I've remained dispassionate during with no heart rate. One, mm. an actual bar fight that I was in. Two, a full car crash where we spun and landed on the roof. I genuinely, in my head, I went, Wee! <laughs> while it was happening. Fuck <coughs> me. A, fr a friend died, um, and my brain went, I'm hungry. Mm. And that, that was my emotional response. I'm, I'm hungry. Well, when can I go away and get some food? Because like, I was looking at this person's partner, the husband, and my brain was going, Oh, I'm I'm really I am really and I, I do I do care I do care yeah. a bit, but my brain just went. Uh, I'm not feeling anything, and I don't can, know why. I don't like it. Yes, James. Can I sorry. can I ask? Obviously, that last that last and very serious um, yeah. personal reflection. How, how did you feel about it then, and how do you feel about it now? Do you know what? There's part of me that likes it because I don't want to feel what I've heard everybody else feels. Yeah. And I, I feel like, oh, thank God I'm not, you know, really yeah. sad because that sounds awful from the songs and books I've read. <coughs> I've, I've read a lot of songs. Um, <laughs> I, uh, but, but at the same time, obviously massive shame and, and embarrassment yeah. and that same thing. And I, sometimes I feel I, I miss out, you know, because... Hmm. That that isn't it isn't right, and I know it's not right. It's useful when it's 
lack of emotions, but when it's too big emotions and friends of mine from university still laugh about the potato thing and it, it was so inappropriate. And I, of course, I didn't know then. I just looked like a total wanker. Are these the, are they, when you say friends, are these kind of real people or the imaginary ones that you, that you usually talk about? They, they're like a smiley face painted onto a paper plate that I won. Not a fair. <laughs> so essentially, I can't trust my emotions. That's what I've had to learn. I don't trust them and I say that out loud to people. I have to walk away if they're destructive in a normal environment with my, in my relationship or if I'm having these feelings where I mean, ah, they, they, they're everything and these feelings are everything. I will never forgive you. I walk mm. away. I have to take five minutes. I go into my little little office corner and I, I I sit there and then usually within I would say 15 to 20 seconds of being on my own I don't care anymore and and, and I can see their point of view and I come back in and I say oh sorry about that I don't care about that anymore as you were please and they have to deal with it so I have to get out quickly before I've said something like I want a divorce because of the sausages and that's- I think I'm just yeah I've just skipped forward to make sure you're not going to say this in 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 top tips but for me but for me that last bit is actually really powerful because one of the only things that I see as a, as a positive around my emotions with ADHD is they're generally transient. And that means if I do overreact, yeah. then not long afterwards, it's back to normal. So that taking a time out, and we, we talk about this when we coach people, it's difficult obviously to to be able to do that. But if you can take a time out, often it passes relatively quickly that that you know, intense rage or, or outrage. So, um, just a fucking bunch of toddlers. <laughs> That's so ableist. I do apologize. Internal ableism. We're not a bunch of fucking toddlers. We've got a literal neurological disorder. No time for the game. No, no, it actually says in the script time for the best game ever, uh, Alex, because you didn't tinker with it for once. So, <laughs> I forgot. <clears throat> As usual, <clears throat> you can hear me coughing. You've got a choice between smoking and laptops. Is it going to be laptops? Is it going to be laptops? We said laptops. Laptops, yeah? Laptops? Mm. Laptops. I'll have cigarette smoking, please. <sighs> Fuck's sake. Okay. So, as you know, and you were quite happy about this, recently I managed to stop smoking and turn to a, a vape. I found a vape that gave me almost the same level of um, internal quiet, which is the only reason I do smoke, sit outside and have a fag with a cup of tea etc and um kind of smoking a bit now again and I, the quiz is about you think that you look cool like james dean i think i look cool like james dean <laughs> jesus oh that I is mean, some lack of no, awareness in it. It, it it really is i mean maybe james dean now because um, he looks a bit different but so basically the, the question is why is it that i've started um smoking again is it because I like it, first of all? Secondly, is it because I lost all my vapes? Or is it because I forgot I'd stopped smoking? Oh, that's a really good one. Oh, that's it. That is a really the last two. I don't think it's because you like it, because you don't like every, anything at all, because you're a grumpy twat. And I think, you know, objectively speaking. Yeah, agreed. Toilet wall agreed. graffiti is anything to believe. I don't think I don't think you lost your vapes because you you only got one. And therefore, you and you said vapes because mm. because 
you wouldn't remember to buy two. So I think you forgot that you had given up smoking. I think it's a reasonable approach, and mm. it's wrong, obviously. Oh, I can see um, you. I can hear it in your smug little voice. Can you hear everybody hear that? <laughs> oh, you've done very, very well for a wrong. Well, well, well done, Alex. You tried. You tried very hard. You get a silver star for taking part. No, I, I bought Alex eight vapes. And <laughs> I, uh, I thought, as soon as I was saying, I thought this isn't right. You would definitely buy loads yeah. of vapes. I bought, I bought eight vapes and lost them all. I say lost them all. I've just noticed one underneath a ship. A shit ton of cable. This is my desk for those that are watching on YouTube. Like underneath you this... are that picture of me is old and I was ill. Yeah, at the time. it was last week. Um, yeah, I've just found one of them underneath a pile of cables, but that's one of eight. And because I lost them all and just needed something, I went and bought some fags and I'm smoking again. So, in short, you're still shit at this game, and sadly, I'm smoking cigarettes again. Time for us to take a break, and we will come back for the final part of episode 50 of the ADHD Adults podcast, where we'll give you some probably pretty useless tips about emotional regulation. See you in a bit. Off a ton. Welcome back to episode 50. I have to guess when you're actually going to bring us back in for people that obviously don't get to see us in the break. Alex won't count. He refuses to count down from three, two, one. <laughs> so what I just had was C B A one, four, three. And then he came back in. I usually wait for you to start talking. Don't I? What are you <laughs> doing? Welcome back to episode 50 of the ADHD adults podcast. We're over a year old, James. Little crawling toddlers. We're talking about everything emotional dysregulation. As always, in part three, this is our time for the spunk trumpeting. Gabby Logan of all <laughs> of all spunk trumpets. I don't know what any of that means. We're doing top tips. James's will be terrible. Mine will be uh, passable because they're evidence based. James, what's your top tip for emotional dysregulation? Bearing in mind you have it all the time and don't do anything about it. <laughs> Fucking hell, I feel seen with that, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, God. You fucking, you throw me there because actually, sorry, now, clearly, everything. But to be fair, most of my top tips, I obviously don't apply to myself because I still have all the shit that goes with ADHD. We talk about emotional acceptance, blah, 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 a, a lot. And that's the first thing I'm going to say is actually accepting you've got ADHD. At like at the at a fucking cellular level, deep inside your core, you 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 accept your ADHD can help, if not stop you emotionally reacting inappropriately, but it can shorten the window in which you give yourself shit for doing that, and that's something that has helped me, Alex. So if you think about the the dishwasher example, that maybe six months before would have been a week of low mood, depression, hating myself, endless negative thoughts, you know, just, just spinning around in my head. I can't believe you did that, but it, but it was reduced largely through, you know, me totaming ding and Mrs. ADHD pointing out the fact that we could get it replaced to three hours of crying, which is still pretty shit. But at the end of the day, that's better than a week of very, very, very low thoughts. So sometimes that totaming, that being able to step out of time when you're emotionally, um, labile and saying to yourself it's not me it's my adhd you know i don't want to respond this way but i can't control it can if not stop you under or overreacting can maybe stop yourself chastising for doing that um equally 
if you can try and allow yourself time to to acknowledge your emotions the walking away thing is important but equally after the event if you've not controlled it just you know having having a think writing down your emotions and 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 realizing again you're not often in control of them and if the inappropriateness is internal if you feel it's an inappropriate reaction as opposed to it being societally not deemed appropriate then you have a little bit of control over how you respond to it even if you can't control doing it the last thing i'll say is um explain to others this is all about again you know, disclosing ADHD, which you don't have to do, obviously, but if you can, explaining to others who might find your reaction odd that emotional dysregulation is part of your ADHD can hopefully help them understand you better. And if they don't like it, fuck them. What about you, Al? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wanted to say all of those things as well, but that's why I went second, because then you'd have a baby tantrum. <laughs> that's ableist. You <laughs> made jokes about that. Um, what I would say... Uh, Everything you said, James, you know, bang on okay. what I think as well. That, that oh, just just stop, just stop like, there then. Just stop there then. That'll do. That was episode band. fifty. No, it wasn't. <clears throat> yeah. Using my wristband, the thing that works for me, and everyone's different, so I'm not giving advice. I'm just saying how it works. So I don't take myself out of time with the wristband. I yeah. use it to remind myself of what of of the things that I have and what are important and. And, uh, you know, I'm doing okay and I can, so uh, it's, it's very similar, but what you think about might need work with counselor. You might already know, but it's very personal. Um, what I do want to say though, is something my mum used to say to me that you must always be kind because when you say something afterwards, you can't unsay it. Yeah. Well, team ADHD and I'm really sorry mum you're normally right about everything but you're wrong you absolutely can if you've got ADHD I've learned to say I need to unsay that Mm. I said this yesterday and I was pretty clear about it I now do not care about that thing can I take it back please Mm. it was impulsive I'd like to unsay it please because I don't feel that anymore and and as long as you people understand the people that you love and care for as long as you've talked to them about it beforehand and you let them do it too, especially if they've got ADHD traits. I, I feel that, that that's worked for me really well to be able to say, oh, do you remember when I told you that that was the most important thing to me in the world? I don't care about it. That was eight minutes ago, Alex. You know, I know. I just, this is how it is, you know. And, and I'm, ask, I'm, not ask, I'm not gaslighting. I'm not saying, well, you know, anybody would. I'm saying this is a disorder and, and mm. that's going to happen. And I'm, I'm sorry. I think it's the emotional equivalent. James, have you ever, ever been on holiday and you've like needed to buy something <clears throat> and you're sure you're going to love it and want it back in rainy Birmingham? And then you get back and you've bought a hand-painted wall tile with your house number on it, with, like in clay, and you don't like it anymore. All the feelings are, are like that, I think. That, so uh, that's my tip. Ask permission from the people you care about to unsay or unfeel something if you if you don't feel it anymore, if it was emotional. I think that's fair enough as well. And uh, I mean, have I ever bought anything on holiday that I won't want when I get back to rainy Birmingham? Is is yeah, that the most is. rhetorical question <laughs> kind of ever it expressed? Is, it wasn't literal. <clears throat> you can un you can unfeel, can't you? So yeah. our emotional reactions are exactly yeah. like that. Brilliant. Okay. Well, that brings us almost to the end. We've got a product recommendation. I've got no fucking idea if this still exists because it was taken off uh, from a website I found recently. And it's Ruggy, the alarm clock rug. And apparently it does what it says on the tin. It does what it says on the tin, which is it will only turn your alarm clock off if you stand up and stand on it. 
So for people who set a reminder, for example, and use an alarm and would normally just, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll silence that. Yeah, you have to physically stand up and stand on the rug, and that can sometimes be enough of a yes, Alex, your hands up. Oh, oh, fucking typical. They call themselves a charity, and they're massively in the pocket of bigger, long big, rug, <laughs> big ruggy. <laughs> yeah, like I say, it, it might not exist. It might only be available in America, but I like the name really, which is why I mentioned it. So mm. that was you could just put your alarm clock on the windowsill, of course. Yeah, or yeah. All right, it's fucking cheaper. Fair enough. You just <laughs> fucking shat all over my product record. Why didn't, didn't you check the script and put a better one in, Al? Fuck's because sake. I forgot, as you well know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God this is the end of episode yeah. 50, our half century, if you like, 50. of the ADHD Adults Podcast during ADHD Awareness Month 2022, where we've talked about or ADHD. Expected life expectancy. <laughs> Where we've talked about ADHD and emotional regulation, in the unlikely event that you enjoyed this episode or any of our episodes, which is highly unlikely, why not support the show on the link provided? As otherwise, Alex is going to have to enter Britain's Got Talent as a singer. Please, please don't let this happen. I'd also like to quickly mention again, uh, get on Discord. We've got a community there um, if you want to. There is a link on our bio on Instagram. There probably isn't one on Twitter because Alex is dead thick if you'd like to get in touch with us um on the socials it's at adhd adult uk and we will see you soon take care bye all